I'm Amy, and you're listening to the Creativity Matters Podcast. Today on the Creativity Matters Podcast, a bit of dip pen, a bit of dip it and dipping, and some October drawing. Here we go. You're listening to the CMP, a Creativity Matters Podcast. Stories of creative journey and a reminder that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creativity Matters Podcast. I'm Amy. And this is episode 426, Dip It, Dip Pen, Dip, Dipping, Dipped, Dip. It could be any of those things. I am here again on a Saturday. It is a Saturday. And so far, a comedy of errors. It's just funny. I'm having trouble not just stopping and laughing at what I have done right now. But I am here. I have things turned on. And we will go from here. I think we probably all need a bit of creative break today, this week, this morning, this month. Only two days in, we're on day three. And I think We all need to make very sure that we work in our creative break, our mindful time, our gratitude time, our self-care time, our balancing time, however you go about that, and especially the ways in which you go about that creatively, the ways in which you go about that that are tied to your creativity. We need to all make very sure we are doing those things and making that time, taking that time, breaking away from screens, stopping your doomsday scrolling, doom scrolling, your doom scrolling. So many new vocabulary words and phrases this year has brought. So there is a lot going on out there, right? There's a lot going on. Stop your doom scrolling. Pick up your pen or your pencil or your paintbrush and tune into yourself and your mindful part, your mindful part of your brain, your psyche, just for a little bit. You have to do it each day. Some days you get to do it more than once. Some days you need to do it more than once. Some days you do it and you get all finished and you think, well, I still need more. I need more, but I don't know what to draw. Try to avoid that one. But take that time, those five minutes, those 10 minutes, those 30 minutes. For me, it continues to be the TV time, the night time, and it is how I fill that time. I had been doing a project last month where I was swatching 30 inks. It's a hashtag, a 30 inks, 30 days project. And the last time I did it, it was a really good experience. I did portraits that time in different inks and really enjoyed it and really felt connected. Felt a little more disconnected this time, but I was doing circles and hatching them. I'm really enjoying seeing the inks, how they come out, It gives a good opportunity to see certain inks side by side so that you can compare inks that are very similar 
and you can really see how they are different. Now, granted, my sketchbook is a manila tone. It's not a bright white. It's not a pure white. So I know that these colors look a little bit different on this paper than they might in my Hobonichi, which is Tomoe River, and different than they might just in a composition book or in any other bullet journal I might use. But I am working in this Moleskine art sketchbook, so swatching there is a perfect way to see how things are really going to work out when I use them in my illustrated journaling. So it is always a good process. It is a tedious process to switch inks every day. And that is really because it's tedious to clean your pens. It really is. It's tedious to clean your pens. People may make it look fairly simple, but I find that it takes quite a while. And I still never feel like they are completely clean. I can rinse and rinse and soak and push water through over and over and over again and dry and dry and use a paper towel and blot and blot and then carry them back in and sit down and touch it to another paper towel and there's ink again, blue or orange or red. It's very hard to get rid of it. So somewhere along the way, I decided I'm going to clean this pen out and I'm just going to dip it and do that, not fill a cartridge. Just make it really simple, not pull it all the way through a feed. Just dip it and it it works. It works amazingly well. One dip into a bottle or a sample, one of those little plastic vials, has enough ink to do the entire circle swatch and then some. I can continue to make notes. I can continue to doodle. It's pretty amazing how much you can pull up just with a dip. And so that led me to look quite a bit at dip pens and the whole world of dip pens and all of those different nibs. And there are different holders and different ways to do it. So I've been looking at those things. I am eyeing a set or two. I am really tempted. I'm thinking that makes so much sense. And of course, I have a huge interest in manga. So I'm really aware of dip pens. I just never thought about it as something for me, as something that made sense. But this haphazard experience of doing some dipping and enjoying it has really made me think about it. And I think you might end up with a finer line, depending on which nib you try. So I'm considering it. I'd started thinking about it mm, a week or so ahead of this. I might have decided to try that for Inktober. Maybe would have been a good time to just really experiment, but it's okay. It might switch midway. I might not switch at all. I might just put it off and it's a someday thing. Who knows? But I have been thinking about it. I think it's an interesting project and process. It's very different. I know some people dip for lots of different reasons. Some people dip because they really want really variable line weight. They really want 
to just play with ink. They really want to drop ink and spread ink and do all kinds of different things. I am really interested in that finer line, that ability to do that. And I kind of see that playing really nicely into the way I like to hatch and crosshatch. So thinking about it, it is amazing always that when you start thinking about something and you start looking, you find that there are so many resources out there. So many people have recorded dip pen videos and how-tos and just info, and it is a fascinating thing. It really is. So I don't know. What are you trying this October? I am steering completely clear of all of the controversy. And really, now that October has started, you don't really feel it. People are either doing this thing or that thing or an alternate thing or their own thing. Or they're not even ink people and they're just doing their regular things. And it just goes on. The creative community just goes on. So I am doing the portrait series that I lined up, the Inkto portraits, which of course, if you're a wordy person, you noticed is also ink to portraits, which I really enjoy the double entendre there, the play on words. We've got ink toe portraits and ink to portraits, and you can read the hashtag however you choose. I like that. I like that it goes both ways, that it has that other meaning, which is totally apropos. It's appropriate. It's right. And so I am doing those. And I'm off to a good solid start. I view a monthly drawing challenge as a monthly drawing challenge. So if I am doing a challenge of daily drawing in October, that's what it means. And I'm okay with that. So today I have a drawing to do and I all of a sudden this morning remembered, oh yes, technically it's also a self-portrait day. Oh, feeling a little weary. Gotta shake myself out of that. So I have to figure out what I'm doing with the non-October drawing things. Need to start a page somewhere. And really, I do want to make some notes because there's so much going on right now in the world that I just want to get down some of these words and events and things that are really occupying our awareness right now as we watch what's going on. So self-portrait will probably go there. So what will I draw right now? I could start my drawing for today. I have a small space left and I I'm a little unsure about managing to fit my portrait in there. I didn't manage to start out with a nice clean grid the way I did last year. My first portrait just didn't fit, and that's really been my trend in these last few weeks, months. And I'm not sure I could rein it all in. I just am not sure I could rein it all in. Maybe with the second page, I will try again. It may just not happen that way, and that's okay. These really will just be a series of 31 portraits, and that is also okay. 
But without the nice clear grid, even when I use it modularly, without that, I'm sometimes left with these more awkward spaces. So I have one of those today. And I think I will start trying to pencil my drawing in and we'll see how that goes. So I have scooted back. I am using a different, different setup today. And not sure, not sure that it will work. Not sure that it will work better. It's also leaving me with absolutely no space to get to to get to my the part of this page that I have available. So let's see. I have my drawing up and I will link it in the show notes. I am going to do a crop of this face anyway. I still think that I'm going to push this space pretty hard, but I'm going to crop far down on her forehead so that I just have her eyes because what I really need in this case is her necklace. So I'm going to set a timer. We're going to keep today very tight and very short. I'm going to get to my timer. We'll set the timer for, we'll say 12 minutes. So I'll assume you get 10. That is started. My photo is, well, I had it open. I think I had it open in Trello. I have a Trello board set up where I'm tracking each day the prompt that I'm choosing and my ultimate sketch and who it is. I'm a big fan of Trello for lots of different reasons, and that is working well. I can't crop it. Oh, yeah, I can. I was going to say I can't crop it quite the same way. So let me. I'm going to go ahead and actually crop my source here. It will help me. Help me rein this in, I think. So that is what I'm going to do. I hear someone's alarm going off in the other room. So I think I may have to stop and start my timer, actually. We'll see. So this is working into the bottom of a page. I'm also working around some caption boxes. I could just do the necklace part, but my series really is portraits, so I really want to get as much of this as I can in. That means I have to make sure I get the necklace. So you gotta make sure you leave room for the neck and then the necklace. That's gonna be very tight. Just looking at where those things would fall. So we'll have to pull her. She's gonna be very small. Have to 
pull your chin way up here. I think my problem with small is really that I just can't get the detail that I want. And so I'm constantly working myself bigger to try and get detail. And that usually starts with the eyes. So I am going to start with these eyes. I did do a small portrait this week. Actually, the last two have been small. But one of them was very small for me. And you can tell when I do go small, I have to use the 005 to even begin to feel like I can get in there. really wonder what difference a dip pen might bring to me. You can tell that I this is on my on my brain. These things sometimes have to happen to work themselves out. There are some cool sets. I am probably not interested in the set that you might think about, but there are some other sets. And it's ironic last night when I was Scrolling at Instagram, I saw a video of someone actually using a dip pen beautifully. So, and beautifully, beautiful hatching, green ink, and it's gorgeous. And that was Alfonso Dunn, and it was really wonderful. And it was just really ironic in terms of timing. Really ironic. Spent a lot of time this week with dip pen, considering. I also spent a lot of time considering buying an upgrade to something. I sat in on multiple hours in the background of some podcasting things, trying to figure out if I could swing something or needed to, and it just... I don't know. It broke my spirit at the end of that day at 11.58 night. I still just decided, no, I can't. It was hard. So. Thank you to the few of you who are listening to the CMP. So I have an eye. And now I'm going to find that the line that comes down. She's got a very dramatic line here for the nose. Actually, both, they're two very dramatic, very dramatic nose lines. Sometimes the planes of the nose are soft and subtle and almost not there, and sometimes they're very, very, very clear.
So figure out where all that spacing falls, where all those shadows fall because Got them a little high. Make sure I get that second eye spaced far enough away. It's interesting. So eyes are not. not straight the way you might first think they are when you look at them. So I hesitated about doing an October inkto portrait drawing while recording because I think while I record, I draw a little differently and I guess my risk of working myself into a corner is higher, but I think we'll be okay. We'll get this started. The second eye feels a little small. So how is your Inktober series going? Some of you are truly doing Inktober. Or how is your October series going? Either way, I have been seeing a lot of your work in my various feeds, or in all of my feeds. So at Instagram and in the Creativity Matters podcast community, and many of you posted on your own feed too. And so I know some of you have wonderful series started. And I encourage those of you who are watching and thinking, I should do that, to just do it. Don't have to start on the first day. Just start. You can say you're doing an October series. You can just say you are starting a daily project. Maybe you really want to build that routine for yourself. It's a great time to start because so many people are drawing this month and you'll find a lot of support. So I've got the two eyes in. And the nose. And you're putting in, putting in these lips. And amazingly, I think did okay with the spacing. shape of his jaw and shape of her face. 
some here that comes down off the side, but there's a little bit of, of negative space, a blank space that you can see through there. And try to make sure I retain that, get that feel. Because I'm using a different setup, I can't tell how much of the window noise you're hearing. I'm hearing a lot. This is not a new setup. This is actually my old setup. And it might not work. It might be worse. All right, the second side of her hair. It's a little funny because of the way I have truncated this. Got a lot of forehead. Really intended to I might just make my top line start a little differently. I'm still planning on going in and filling in the space. I think I'm bridging things and putting in some patterning around these drawings. That right now is my goal but I'm not feeling pressured to do that each day. I am going to let some of these pages, some of these, wow, that's loud. Some of these portraits sit on the page for a bit and mingle and see how the juxtapositions work and what spaces are left and then fill in. So I actually got the entire face in, working so much smaller and just started where the outlines of the hair will be and so because of that now I will be able to go in and finish the necklace and then do my inking so that will be it for today I am the art. The art is me. So that's it for today. Thank you for joining me on the Creativity Matters podcast. I appreciate you listening, whether it's your first time or whether you have been listening for years. I'm Amy. You can reach me at creativitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. The show notes are available on the creativitymatterspodcast.com website. The music I play is courtesy of Nikolai Heidlis. You can find me at Instagram as oamyoamy and as Creativity Matters Podcast. Thank you to those of you who support the show in any way, whether that's through listening or your comments or your supportive suggestions and feedback, or through Amazon purchases, Ko-fi donations and support, or at Patreon, patreon.com slash creativity matters. I do have a few things I offer each month at Patreon, and I appreciate those of you who are there. Your support there makes this show possible for everyone. And I really appreciate those of you who are able to support in that way and believe in the show in that way. Until next time, remember that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. And don't forget to breathe. Have a good week, everyone.